0: And then, do we clap
1: still? Do we clap as well? Nah, because last time the clap didn't really help, (laughs) but the.
0: She was just a friend's clap, just
1: for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just because I wanted to. Well, he is religious.
1: the eye of the island, then he's masturbated into it all. It was just banter. Yeah, just yeah. Just banter putting him in the beat. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rewatches. re-lost. We are your re-watches. Well, I am Will. I am Baz. And... We are carrying on looking at season one. Lost today, we're looking at episode five and six. Episode five being White Rabbit, and episode six being The House of the Rising Sun.
0: These are some uh, before, s- some interesting names, aren't they? They are a bit. Because I can't even remember what
1: we had before. We had like a Latin. Yeah, there was, words, there was a Latin I
0: mean. name and the one before, and then a walkabout one, which walk was like about. an Aboriginal name. And these yep. ones, they really point towards the episodes. I feel.
1: Yes. Yeah. Cause it's quite common, isn't it, for shows to sort of
0: yeah find
1: a theme, if you like, uh, within their episode titles. Like, uh, what show is it where they're all song titles? Every episode is a oh, title. I've of song. No, idea oh, about that. I do. Oh, that's I. I know why you don't know about it. It's I, I think it's Grey's Anatomy, oh, which I wouldn't fuck expect. So. To <laughs>
0: Doesn't that have, like, 400 episodes or something ridiculous? Yes, and I've seen about 350 of them. <laughs> and now you're a hypochondriac. <laughs> <laughs> that is unbelievable. Well, fair play to them. And if they match the actual episodes, that's good going. I don't normally remember the episode names of anything. Um, I only remember, like, Friends, where it's the yeah, one... one wave. Yeah, or, like, Always Sunny, where it's, like, the gang... Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching Walking Dead at the moment, and that's all the episode titles. I from what I'm not going to say this for sure, but I'm pretty sure they're all just like tit- uh, quotes from the that episode. So like something someone says within that episode.
0: Yeah, I think there's. Have you watched Ozark? Uh, season one. Yeah, I think they kind of do something similar to that, but they do it within the actual title sequence. So I think oh, okay. I think the. Um, the the actual title is definitely something within the episode. And then the title sequence, um, when it shows like Ozark, it has like four pictures and it's to do with the actual episode. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) 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 Let's talk about the actual show we're we're supposed to be talking about.
1: Yeah, Let's talk about White Rabbit, shall we? Um, Well, no, before we talk about White Rabbit, sorry, let's uh, do our summaries of the two episodes as a whole. Do you want to kick us off? What What were your...
0: Yeah, yeah. So my summary for the two episodes is the group fight over water while Jack is thirsty to fight his demons and daddy issues. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sun and Jin's backstory comes to light through colours and symbolism and the camp contemplate life off the beach.
1: Jesus, you can tell you used to be a writer. <laughs> <laughs> a shit one at that. yeah uh already i can tell we're going to have different thoughts because when you you mentioned the word symbolism and i symbol what nothing like nothing like that came across (laughs) for me at all oh we're gonna go down
0: a rabbit hole
1: (laughs) um mine is we learn about jack and son jack is fucked up and son's life is too Jin hates michael I thought it was going to be about the boobs, but it wasn't. Jack goes on a trip and finds a cave and thinks, huh, we should live
0: here. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a poem at the start.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, nice. Think, there
1: once was a man
0: named Jack. Yeah. Jack and son went up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> um, let- because they need some water. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's start off with episode five, White Rabbit. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to? Do you want to read the summary um, of what this episode's about? Offici- yeah, so officially,
1: for, officially, for those who don't remember, Jack begins to experience visions of his dead father, Christian. He runs into the jungle trying to find him, but things go wrong when he falls down a hill and off a cliff.
0: <laughs> that is concise. But, <laughs> that, that's what IMDb says. Fuck all the rest of the characters. <laughs> that is it is pretty much the jack show again isn't it we're back to episode one
1: well yes yes but also that's that's just their structure now isn't it like the next episode was the sun show and then the episode before was the lock show and so they they now just pick a main character to focus on but when they pick jack because he's pretty much the main character anyway it really becomes the jack show
0: yeah Yeah. Yeah, Um, this one, I think it was, sorry, just to go back to the episode, came out October 20th, 2004 Mm -hmm. in America, uh, directed by Kevin Hooks and written by Christian Taylor, of whom I don't actually know. I did have a little gander on their IMDb, they've just done like, I think like any directors or writers of TV episodes, they've just done that little episodes throughout all of TV in the last 20 years. Yeah,
1: yeah, you get you get brought in to do an episode and then you go. Because I listened to a podcast about The Good Place. Yeah. Uh, And they would have sort of the episodes directors on and they'd be like, yeah, it was really weird because sometimes we'd have to direct things but we weren't told where the show was going. I don't know if you've seen The Good Place but it goes to some proper fucking weird places.
0: No, I haven't actually.
1: To them it has to be almost like a bottle episode of I... Unless it's something I really need to know, I can only know the parameters of this episode I'm directing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which, I i mean, it it's kind of good to have a fresh eye on things, but it's um, also, I don't know, so I think sometimes it can ruin a show if it's not consistent director. Because I think, like, again, we're going off topic here, but uh, the... Oh, my God, I can't believe I forgot the fucking show name. The show with Matthew McConaughey, Woody Harrelson... Um, True Detective True Detective that was directed by one director throughout and you can definitely see it I think it's Kari G. Fukunaga I probably completely butchered his name <laughs> no no spot on yeah
1: <laughs> no no I refuse to accept any other variation
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you're digging yourself a big hole <laughs> um, but yeah that was I, I loved the way he did that. um True Detective season one we don't talk about True Detective season two. <laughs> um, let's begin episode five then. Um,
1: yeah, so let's start off by talking about the absolute psychotic bullies that Jack had at school. Because, I mean, that's the first I scene, bullied. isn't it? Is that the first scene. Yeah, I I was bullied at school. I'm a firm believer. Every child is either a bully or is bullied at some point in their lives. No, they can't be. But, they
0: can't be narrowed down into those two definitions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think they can. I think everyone at some point not is a bully, but will accidentally bully someone or be bullied themselves at some point in their childhood.
0: Are you willing to admit if you were one or the other?
1: I already said I was bullied. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I was. Um, and maybe that just made me bitter. So Nothing, but. What I will say for my bullies, none of them <laughs> held one of my, my friends down and made me watch as they pounded the shit out of them, which is a fucking horrendous thing to do to someone. I reckon
0: that definitely happens. I don't think I've seen that again. I don't think I was either a bully or a bullier, well, not intentionally, anyway. Um,
1: I think I know that what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I took the piss out, if that counts but um... oh it was just it was just banter. Yeah, just yeah. banter putting him in the bin. <laughs> yeah.
0: Banter punch in the face mate. <laughs> um yeah those bullies they're pretty hardcore I have to admit and they um yeah they really I well I think that scene really sort of paints the picture for the episode doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh. The you should have stayed down Jack or whatever.
0: Yeah because I mean well, well. Later on, he, when he speaks to his dad, he talks about that. But he really—it's um, whether you should do something, and if you know Jack is going to step up and be a leader, and if he can take the fall out of not being able to protect someone, I suppose. Which yeah, goes a little bit later on to well, directly following that scene, we see Jack trying to save that woman. Um.
1: Oh, yeah, alongside the worst lifeguard ever.
0: <laughs> he is so fucking useless. And uh, he's such a frustrating character this episode. I honestly just want to give him give him a good bully tap. Um, but ooh, starting off with Jack trying to rescue her, he takes off his shirt yeah. but not his trousers. I don't really get that.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe... Because I thought the same in the next episode when he takes his shirt off. I wonder if he has some sort of deal with (laughs) ABC. Like, I've been been getting into shape. You need to show me topless at least 10 times a season or something.
0: Listen, guys, I'm a fox.
1: (laughs) Matthew Fox. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 But, yeah, it, it is... A lifeguard drowning is just, I mean, it's just stupid. But he is one of the stupidest <clears throat> characters in the TV show. Um but why didn't yeah. uh, I, I do agree with old Boone when he goes, Won't you leave me? He says it later on, but he says, Oh, won't you leave me because he probably could have just left him, he would have been like doggy paddled to the back to the shore.
1: I don't I don't know, man. I just thought Boone came across as really ungrateful because he he was fully immersed in water and he couldn't breathe like he was lying on Jack going, save her, save her. Mate, you're literally using Jack as a raft right now. like
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What did you think was going to happen? <laughs>
0: um, and then I think ju- just after, is it? I think it's it's just as he gets him to the shore, but I think he goes, we've got to go back. <laughs> Which we hear throughout this fucking series is we yeah. gotta go back. But I think that was the first one. I think, yeah.
1: I think I I don't think that's like verbatim what he says. I think he says like I gotta go back in. There's someone else out there or something like that.
0: Yeah, but that but yeah, I think that is that the first idea one. of going back. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I think following that Jack gets into a bit of a hump, doesn't he? because he can't save her, which is, you know, fair enough. He he, he did let that person... Well, he didn't let her die, but, you know, she drowned, and it's a bit... Do
1: you know what probably also didn't help is when he saw Hurley, and Hurley goes, hey, oh, you look tired. (laughs) Fuck off Hurley.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is Hurley, though. I love his just honesty. Again, I feel like he is the audience, pretty much. Um, Whenever I see him, and when I hear him talk, he's always saying what I'm thinking. Maybe me and Hurley are just bros, you know? But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um talking of people that I am quite liking and relating to, I I do kinda of relate into Sawyer a little bit now and then. I just love him when he just goes off on one of his quips.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's he's got so many like one liners and stuff under his hat that you can use at any point.
0: It, it it's the bit where um Shannon walks up to him. And I can't. Even, I can't even remember what the fuck she's asking for. I think she's asking for like bug repellent. Bug repellent. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he's like, "What's up, sticks?" <laughs> 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 and then he has to mansplain to her what sticks means. <laughs> um, but it's just the way he goes about it. It's his cheeky chappy. It's his dimples. He's got it all going on, and not it? I did notice there. I don't know if you noticed know this little bit. What book he was reading?
1: No, I did notice. What book was it?
0: He was reading Watership Down, oh. which, for those who don't know, very simply, it's a book about rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> you know, episode is, uh, uh, the title the episode is White Rabbit, so a book about rabbits, but it's also about the nature of leadership, uh, leadership, and a just society. So that's a nice little nice little reference from them. Again, another book, another book,
1: <laughs> fucking yeah. books. Try- Trying to get me to read. But if I wanted to read, I wouldn't be watching TV. <laughs>
0: what the fuck's reading? <laughs> but of all the characters, Sawyer is always reading. Yes, with, yeah, very true. Which you don't really picture, like from his demeanour usually. But I suppose it's just trying to hint that he's at, he's got a little bit more going on upstairs than um, than we may think. Um, talking of not going, not having too much upstairs father of the year no, not Boone Uh, father of the year when Walt tries to drink salt water (laughs) he just goes, don't drink that it'll make you thirsty why? I don't need to explain
1: (laughs) stop stop trying to get cleverer just do as I say
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, what the fuck all he had to say is just like there's salt in the water makes you thirsty don't drink it (laughs) but instead he gets a fucking strop on
1: asking me things (laughs) but speaking of stroppy I know Jack was upset about um, not saving the woman but I feel like I talked about this last episode he made himself the leader by making all these decisions and then he's complaining again when Charlie and Hurley are coming to him about the water he's like I don't know I'm not making anyone do anything meh and then he runs off into the woods
0: I think that is from the previous scenes um, of Both him as a kid getting beaten up by the bullies. Well, not yeah, beaten Mm. up. And then also his dad. That scene with his dad, that flashback episode. What a cunt.
1: (laughs) I literally, my note says, shit dad, (laughs) innit?
0: Yeah, that's it. This episode is daddy issues all over. Um,
1: But also, skipping ahead a bit, his mum's a bit of a dickhead at all.
0: (laughs) The one scene he
1: has with with his mum when she's blaming him for what we now know is his father's alcoholism?
0: <laughs> is there more? Is there more to that, though? I can't remember what happens yes, later, but there, there must is, be there more is, to it.
1: There, there is more to it, but ultimately the root is the alcoholism.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But mum was making Jack feel like he, um, like is the root of all this dad's problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, his dad is just a bit of a prick. That whole scene again—it's just setting Jack up to this whole episode where he's trying to contemplate, you know, if he has what it takes. Um, and that is what that whole little speech was about when he found that he's been like fighting with bullies or been hit or whatever is, um, you know, he's explaining to him that, yeah, I let a little boy die today, but I came back and laughed my ass off at some TV show. I was like, Oh, okay. It's, uh <laughs> I feel like there was definitely some bits missing in that scene. Yeah they had cut something out because there should have been more to it
1: so kind of the crux of this episode is Jack seeing his dad around the island and sort of following after him how did you what what were you thinking sort of if you remember initially or even this time were you thinking hallucination were you thinking
0: what um so beforehand obviously I think it was last episode when I was like what the fuck's that about and then when I finally saw it, it was his dad I was like ah oh, yeah starting to come back now but mm-hmm. when at the start I thought it was a hallucination but later in the episode I kind of get what it is what did you think?
1: Well this is kind of what I was asking like is it Is it one of those bullshit symbolism things where it's, like, him processing the grief of losing his dad through, like, following him and sort of going through the jungle? Or is it what I think it is, it's almost like what Locke says if, you know, I don't believe in magic, but this island seems pretty magical. Is it the island finding a way to lead him to water?
0: Yeah, so what I gathered from it again we're, we're, we're going through it but we might as well because uh, it's Jack's yeah. storyline is that you know he, he runs after his dad and he's trying to find him and the island is pretty much pointing him towards to find that wreckage and that cave of um, of where his dad's coffin is and yeah. I, I think it's the island taking over his dad by the end of it um, I think there is quite a lot of yeah, there is a, there is some, some symbolism, I suppose, in this one where, you know, he enters the dark cave, you know, the darkness of his mind, maybe. And mm-hmm. and he finds this coffin and the coffin is empty. And I, I think maybe you could make some, maybe it's a bit far-fetched, but make some comparisons to, to religion in that, you yeah. know, you, you know, in the Bible, I can't remember which book it is. Fucking, I don't know. Mark, Dan, <laughs> James, one of them. <laughs> Gavin. Gavin. Yeah. In, in the book of Gavin, <laughs> the, I, I think it's Mary Magdalene, <clears throat> goes to the cave and then she expects him to find Jesus there and he's not there. And... That th- is
1: correct. It, it was Mary Magdalene and two other women yeah, to visit. that's it. Rocked and pulled away. See, so look
0: at that. Church of England, shout out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah they go they find uh, the cave he's not there and it's pretty much Jack goes to his coffin and he's not there and it's uh, yeah I think it's the the mystical island that um, that is leading him to this bit and leading him to water the source of life fair
1: enough now on a more on a moving away from the symbols of it all Mm -hmm. are you ready for Will's geography lesson because (laughs) fucking hell let's talk about the geography of this (laughs) tell me about it,
0: I didn't pick up on it
1: so there's two parts to this one, Jack is just walking along the jungle uh, walking like just across a canopy and he slips and falls and then he's fucking rolling and rolling and rolling. Where the hell did this hill come from that he rolls and rolls he, down? He's like and a then...
0: fucking rag doll down that hill. Honestly, <laughs> oh, It reminded me Flailing. of the
1: Princess Bride. You know, like when they roll down the hill and he's like, as <laughs> you wish. It was <laughs> stupid. And it came out of nowhere. And then he's hanging on to a cliff. Where the hell did this cliff come from? He's just been walking through the jungle. He's not been mountain climbing like they were in the pilot. He's it just doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, you didn't see him like going up... Well, maybe it was just a gradual incline. <laughs> yeah. but um, And then fucking Master Locke. Yes. Yeah. Abs- uh, the absolute angel Locke just comes in. Saving him in the worst way by just showing a
1: hand coming up over the top. Like, I'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than going, hey Jack, it's me, Locke. Remember me? I'm going to put my hand down for you to get... <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was it was a really <laughs> weird scene. I didn't. Um, I guess it's. I don't know. Lox's sort of guardian fucking angel in that point, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do, I do agree. The geography of it was a bit weird, and the whole flailing arms and it just bit bit shit. And then, and then we'll we'll come backwards, but skipping
1: ahead that was his all day he left in the morning after trying to save that woman Mm -hmm. all day walking around this forest including falling 50 thousand meters or whatever he falls Um, so he must have lost his bearings whatever when he found the cave and in the cave he's smashing the coffin with an axe it's night time still gets back to the beach at night same night so it takes him pretty much all day to get there takes him what an hour to get back
0: (laughs) Do you reckon though that is, you know, it, it's trying to tell us that beforehand he was in a crazy state of mind, delirious, and then once he's in that cave and found that coffin, he sort of found himself a little bit and composed himself, and then he can well, go back to the um, back to the the camp.
1: Perfectly logical until the next episode. They go, well, it's a half a day's walk. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay, I didn't pick that up. <laughs> that throws my fucking theory out of it. <laughs> Because ultimately, it's part of his reasoning to want to stay in the cave. Of well, it's going to be a pain doing a half a day's journey are we, to and from the roll. Are we cave sure?
0: Are we sure it's nighttime in the cave and it's not just dark because it's like a fucking cave? You know what I mean?
1: I'm sure because he has a fire by by the stick, and as it comes uh, out, because yeah. it you you hear him hitting the coffin, and the only light is from the fire coming inside the cave.
0: What is with those dolls, by the way? Uh, you know he finds those dolls creepy yeah. ass dolls yeah what is that about like...
1: uh, I think I remember so I'm not going to tell you
0: <laughs> oh it plays, plays something important I thought it was something to do with you know Alice in Wonderland um, which is the whole white rabbit thing of him chasing the white rabbit like in like in Alice
1: sorry I had to leave my headphones for a second <laughs> and my dog was scratching out the door <laughs>
0: that's right uh, yeah so I thought it was something like Alice in Wonderland but kind of looked like Alice in Wonderland. But it also could just be any doll, so I'm probably wrong.
1: I think it's one of those where it's just meant to further show that there have been people there before. Um, And then probably, if I remember rightly, in a later season, they go, hey, let's give a reason for why the doll's there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but isn't it it just crashed from the plane? I thought it had been like crashed out of a crate in the plane and um, they'd just fallen out.
1: I mean, yeah, you can look at it that way <laughs> and, or, you, know, like... you could look at it logically
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then there's oh no because Adam and Eve are the next episode aren't they so yeah um, yeah. Um, yeah, so I suppose in that moment you're probably just thinking it comes from the plane
0: speaking um, well let, let, sorry let's go back because I want to talk about some of the different characters um, Claire so Meanwhile, at the beach. Meanwhile, at the beach, Claire. Yep. Um, she faints because yes. of some reason. I, I we did, we still didn't explain. I'm guessing it's just heat stroke or Dehydra- something.
1: Yeah, dehydration. Out exposed to the sun, like they have no shade there, do they? So.
0: Well, you say that, but there's a big fucking plane. It must provide some sort of shade. But <laughs> for some reason, she just thinks it's. Okay, to keep going around in the sun. Also, no one's got sunburn yet. Um, so it can't be that bad.
1: Well, you also got to think they've come from Australia, so they probably had a lot of sunscreen on them. <laughs> no, sunscreen doesn't last that long. <laughs> they've not been there that long, have they? It's been six days.
0: Sunscreen, I will tell you now, does not last six days, Will. What are you doing with your sunscreen? <laughs> You take one little
1: dab and you spread it across your whole body. Everyone knows this. <laughs> and then you're right for the whole holiday.
0: <laughs> Mate, You, uh, I want to see you when you come back from, from somewhere a dab,
1: hot. <laughs> a dab a day keeps the red away. Everyone knows it. <laughs>
0: yeah. You just say so Taggy, don't use all the sunscreen. We need to make this last 20 years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I. So she faints. They carry her off to the little shelter bit, to put in some shade. And then it. We learn that this water that's completely sparse, mm-hmm. um, which previously they they had said, "Oh, we've not got much water left." And Locke is fucking pissed because Jack's gone on a walkabout in the forest. And then that's where Locke's like, after Claire faints and everything, it's like, "I'm gonna go find Jack or we'll go find some water." And then he finds Jack, but the water's missing. And who do they blame? (laughs) The man in black, Sawyer. Which, I mean, he's the obvious candidate, isn't he? To be fair, they only
1: go for him once they have some evidence. From Jim. It's not like they, yeah, yeah. It's not like they instantly go, well, it must be Sawyer. Which, to be honest, if I was there, I probably would instantly go, come on, guys, it was clearly Sawyer. Yeah. Um, But... No, I I feel like they were justified thinking it was him at that point. Um and again, I know I was on a side kick last episode, but he, him saying, you know, a rat always leads you to his hole was such a good line. And him like ah, yeah, oh, you idiots keeping all the water together, you're so foolish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I uh, I loved when they got to Sawyer's little little den where he's just absolutely um, hoarding things. Yeah, um, and
1: Kate jumps on top of him unnecessarily. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: a uh, that was a moment, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was a bit bit strange, but I think Sawyer liked it a little bit, and I think Kate did a little bit as well. But I um, think yeah, that's what
1: they were trying to imply.
0: Yeah, it, I don't I don't like it though because they. Are definitely building up to that thing. Is is it? Is Kate gonna get with Sawyer? Is she gonna get with Jack? And yeah, you know, I think next episode they get there. I mean, Jack and uh, her have a little bit of a thing, but um, that's next episode. Mm. Um,
1: Just out of interest, do you remember who Kate gets with? I can't remember if we've talked about this already.
0: I remember her getting with Sawyer, okay. and I thought she got with Jack at one point as well. Mm-hmm. at some point in the series and maybe someone else um, Okay. so I think she's she's making her way around town walking fast walking fast Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Do-do-do-do-do>. <laughs> I love that song Um, I <laughs> wanted to pick up on something which you alluded to which was the absolute fucking moron that is Boone <laughs> The bit where <laughs> Jack this is before Jack goes um hunting for his daddy in the mm. forest
1: and Oh uh, is it <laughs> I think you're about to say my quote of the episode, but go on.
0: Yeah. It goes up to he goes, Hey, you know, you're not the only leader around here. I have I run my own business <laughs> <laughs> I fucking what, loved it. What the fuck? does that need to do with, with anything like what is the point oh.
1: but but it's 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 smart because it tells you a bit about him and then when it gets to his episode and you kind of learn more about how he's a spoiled little rich boy you kind of go oh <laughs> sure that makes sense
0: <laughs> i mean i can tell he's a spoiled little rich boy at the moment both of them yeah. both of them are spoiled but yeah, I do, it was just totally fucking silly. As was as we learn later on that he nicked the fucking water. Like, what, really? what, what sort of logic was that?
1: It was just sitting there. <laughs>
0: yeah, someone could have taken it. Yeah, you did, you fucking moron. Um, I, I
1: my my note says Boone is dumb, <laughs> but I I literally hand wrote. Nine U's, so it goes. Boone is dumb. <laughs> That's how annoyed at him I
0: was. Uh, uh, every U is a brain cell. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, I did too many. <laughs> <laughs> Should have just put one, mate. Um, I uh, also noticed the little when when Claire wakes up, the little little flat that her and Charlie have. Yeah, it's laying the foundations, isn't it?
1: The start of something, yeah, definitely. Did, Which um, is good because it's annoying when something comes out of nowhere. So putting in little scenes like that at the start, I think, is a smart move.
0: I think they 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 have had a little couple of scenes, but I th- think they really um, s- sort of tried to cement it at the start. Uh, uh, well, when they had their little flirt while she woke up, yeah. and he's um, nicely looking after her. Um, I did notice, I don't know if you did, uh, Charlie's tattoo, which I think was shown in other episodes, but I probably had a read of it this time. Did you see it? I did not. Uh, I think, let me, did I make a note of it? It's a, Anyway, it's a quote from um, a Beatles song uh, okay. called Strawberry Fields Forever, um, which is about psycho, psycho- Psych- oh my god I can't psychedelic fuck.
1: drugs psychedelic
0: Jesus. drugs yeah Sorry, I've got I've got my uh, I've got my retainers in so I've got a little bit of a lisp on
1: <laughs> and all those psychedelic drugs you've been taking
0: yeah I <laughs> forgot I've been uh, I took LSD about two hours ago <laughs> <laughs> seeing fucking rainbows um, yeah I liked that little that little bit but I suppose we're gonna see a lot of more psychedelic moments from Charlie later on yeah um which is next episode um talking about special special trips um mm-hmm. lock had a bit of a moment with uh with um jack in the jungle didn't they that was intense
1: yeah i kind of forgotten about that because obviously well i say obviously you you might remember or might not but him and Locke are quite pretty much adversaries for a lot of this series yeah yeah, yeah. I yeah. kind of forgot they had these nice moments. Yeah, they're two right, peas in, in a pod, it was aren't very, they? Like, like I said, it was very sort of fairy godmother esque swan
0: Yeah, well, he, 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 they're in that jungle. Locke is sat on the fakest rock ever. By the way, he, he, <laughs> he gets up. I look at this rock. I say, it's clearly like fucking sponge or something. Um, but he has this little moment with with Jack, and he's mm. talking about. Like, Jack says, oh, I think I'm going crazy. And he goes, well, crazy people don't think they're crazy. Um, they actually think they're the sanest people. And then he goes on a tirade about how he's looked into the eye of the island. Yeah. And how this place is special. And, you know, it's destiny. And like, I was just thinking, is Locke fucking mental?
1: <laughs> I think they certainly play with that idea of what line does he fall Mm. Or What side of the line does he fall on?
0: Mm. He also had that um, that moment of any TV show or film where they mention <laughs> the episode title, and he goes, "You're going to follow this uh, white rabbit."
1: <laughs> white
0: rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the show. <laughs> yeah. Boom, <laughs> Um Yeah, but I I like that little scene, and I think that is just things to come with with, with Locke, isn't it? Um, him giving that sage advice to. Everyone of which he does next episode as well. Um,
1: before I... before we move on to the next episode, mm. just add, let's just talk about the end scene when Jack comes back to the beach.
0: I'm glad you bring it up because wasn't it
1: for me? It was too quick of a U-turn from "is nothing to do with me" to "right, this is what we need to do." I've sorted my brain out now. I'm fine. Let's get going.
0: I think do you know it, what I, mean? I think it um, the half day trek through the jungle probably sorted us out. <laughs> on the degree, on the way though. back, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, mate. This island works in mysterious ways. Uh, uh, no, I I think you're right. He he did do a quick Yui, but you he, he, he can't forget he's he's gone through stuff and he's he's gotten over. Well, he's not gotten over his dad dying, but. Um, He's gone on a journey, hasn't he? That episode. Yeah. Um, we
1: got we got our first live together, die alone.
0: Yep, yeah, I was going to say that. That was my point. If we can't live together, we are going to die alone. Jack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> October, whatever it was, two
0: thousand four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I um, did notice though. Just as a summary for this episode. Um this episode was all about searching for things. Okay, I don't know if you noticed this. Jack was searching for his father. Mm-hmm. Locke was searching for water/ slash Jack, and um, Kate and Saeed were searching for the stolen water. and Claire like, yeah. and Claire was searching for her hairbrush at the start) <laughs> That one's a bit far, like, reaching a bit far, but I, I still feel like... Still counts, still counts. <laughs> <laughs> I made a note of it, so it counts, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you think Plus, of that? Plus, you
1: know, looking for the thief. Is that what you put? I put, yeah, the whole looking for the thief.
0: Yeah, I think I that was... That, that.
1: Yeah. I guess that comes under finding the stolen water, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, and I think Jack is just searching for... well, wow, he's trying to sort his head out and trying to search for within himself... If he's up to scratch, which, as we learned at the end, apparently he is. He is and... not. Oh. oh. No, I think he is. No, I think he is. I was... Yeah. <laughs> he is not. Boone definitely is not. Boone's a fucking idiot. What are you talking about? He runs a business. <laughs> We're yet to see which business, but I'm looking forward to that episode. Um, did you notice any numbers this episode?
1: Um, No do think so I did um, in the next one but not this one
0: yeah I did in the next one there was a little scene that I uh, you know where Jack is at the airport mm-hmm. and um he goes um it's like 16 hours or something yep yeah I can't remember what the, the thing is but I noted it's, it down
1: uh, I need to be at LAX in 16 hours where a hearse is waiting to take me and my father to
0: yeah funeral. yeah that's it so you mentioned 16 Number and then I did notice because I went back and I was trying to search for more numbers, but I did recognize and this again reaching a bit far, and maybe I was uh, just looking for it. But both Jack and Kate mm. have four scratches on their face, really. Yeah, Jack has two on one side and two on another, and Kate has four scratches on like by her cheekbone um, on her right side. Interesting. So um, that was about as much as I get for the numbers. (laughs) Just
1: that speech in the airport where he is convincing the lady to then put his body on. That wouldn't convince me to let him put the coffin on. He screams at her and then goes on some crazy thing about, I need to do it now. That wouldn't make me want to put his dad's body on a plane.
0: Yeah, it is definitely like, um, ma'am, this is a Wendy's sort of moment yeah. where uh, he's just going off the rails. But uh, have you ever, this is completely off track, but have you ever watched that TV show um, in the UK where they, um, they did a documentary around, I think it's Luton Airport, um, around EasyJet?
1: What, come fly with me?
0: Well, no, not not quite come fly with me. But um, it's, it, it was in like the early 2000s and they document like the um, EasyJet, which if people don't know, it's a very budget airline. And of mm-hmm. course, you get all the fucking characters, and people genuinely lose their shit. So that doesn't surprise me. Like that was actually quite calm to the sort of shit that I saw in that TV show, where people like rolling around on the floor and like fucking mm-hmm. crying. So, I, but I those kinda... people
1: rolling around on the floor crying—did they get their way? No, never. No, so that—that's more the point I was making. Like I'm surprised Jack got his way.
0: Yeah, but well, yeah. Uh, we, we we don't know the, the background to that. How that f- maybe you sneak the coffin on. <laughs> Just whistling what, along. Don't mind
1: me. <laughs> what, you, what you got there? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Just my suitcase.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can I check my bag on, please? <laughs> I think it's over the limit. <laughs> um, shall we move on? to the next episode.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to kick us (laughs) off with a a fish summary?
0: Yep, so um, this is episode six, The House of the Rising Sun. The official summary, this is from INDB, is Jin attacks Michael for seemingly no reason. Jack wants to move the survivors over to the caves although some people disagree. Ooh. <laughs> um I want to Yeah, exactly. I want to first go to the title of the episode. Okay. The House of the Rising Sun. Yeah. Does that mean anything to you? Uh
1: it's a, it's a song.
0: Yeah, it is <laughs> a song. It's a, a po- po- popular popular fo- folk song. Um which there is a house in Some New bit. Orleans. Oh, there you go, that's right. Yeah, cool. which yeah. Um, people don't know. The song is kind of about, <clears throat> I think it's about a brothel in New Orleans. Um, oh, okay. But let's forget about that. Bit. I don't think there's much ado about this in the episode. But it does reference um, <clears throat> a life of sin and regret, which kind of mirrors the themes of this episode. Um,
1: uh, I, I just thought they picked it because sun is in the title and it's a sun episode. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there is that as well. It is it, it is layered and I think this episode is fucking layered to the brim which I didn't pick up at the start but it started bothering me and then I had to like skip through a few pieces and I I blew my mind uh, with some things I picked up on but um yeah we'll we'll, we'll get to that. I'll bring that up at the end. Okay. Um let's start and I have a note <laughs> my first note is one hundred percent an autocorrect? Um, okay. Jack and Kate with some playful fisting. <laughs> huh? I'm pretty sure I mean flirting.
1: No, 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 no! You got it right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they can't walk straight through the forest anymore. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I
1: like. I like Charlie's. Uh, when you're done verbally
0: copulating. <laughs> did he say that he he, he had a few little bits Um, oh oh, you've got an inside joke great (laughs) yeah I love it It he's great great um, sort of comic relief in it isn't he yeah Um, but yeah they were proper at each other this episode they were uh, honestly if I were there I'd be fucking proper making sick sounds you know proper teenager
1: but also do you not think it's like they knew they wanted them to have a conflict at the end About where they should stay, so like shit, we've really got to ramp up the flirting at the start.
0: Mm, Yeah, because
1: they they weren't really that. They've had moments over the past five episodes, but they've not. I think that
0: full on. I think they sort of hinted to it at the end of the last episode, where they were like talking to each other on the beach again. Yeah. Um, I think they kind of hinted at that, but then this was proper full on. Like they were, I thought they were going to kiss at the start. They got proper close. Yeah. I um, mean,
1: we'll get to it later. But that whole "Are you checking me out?" scene, I really uh, did not
0: like. I uh, see. I found it funny, but um, <laughs> let's move on to Jin beating the fuck out of Michael.
1: Like, proper. I was like, fuck, gin is strong, man. Like... He,
0: he treated him like he did that fish, mate. He absolutely battered him. Uh, which is a great fish and chips
1: joke. That inter- yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on before I start doing the teenage sick noises. Yeah. Um, <laughs> s-
0: Surprised that Sawyer chose to help? Yeah... No, I think it. No, I'm not surprised actually. When I saw both of them running down the beach like a pair of lifeguards, yep. I was like, Where's Boone? But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was surprised Boone wasn't there. I thought he would be.
1: Boone you know. had already tried and got elbowed in the face by Jin. <laughs> and, and oh, was was, oh, had he? Had he? I didn't pick that up. No, no, no. No, no. no that does, That's not on oh. the show.
0: Oh, fair enough. uh, uh You could have fooled me, mate. He's probably out there running his own business. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's probably counting up his seashells, trying to trade them. Um, Yeah, Sawyer helping out. Um, But I was quite surprised, and I also thought at the beginning there it was about him seeing uh, son's tits the other episode.
1: Yeah. I mean, I... I didn't this time because I remembered but I, certainly the first time even the first couple of times I watched it I was like
0: well, is this did sun tell him <laughs> did um did you notice just a bit earlier what um what sun was doing um before uh, you know when jin was catching the fish
1: mm, she was holding a plant wasn't she
0: yeah which i think hints later on to um cuz i think she gets a garden later on but yeah she was holding a red a red um, sort of uh, flower with some greenery um, mm-hmm. which I think we see again, uh, I'm the red man today, but we see the colour red a few times in this episode, I think it, it, if you want to go back and watch it you will see red popping up um, sure. quite a bit, but that is the first red bit that we see, um, as well as the fucking blood all over Michael <laughs> <laughs> Um, moving yeah. on, oh sorry
1: I was going to say, in, in that Oh no, it is a bit later on, but when Michael goes, well, you know, where are you from, man? Well, in America, Korean people don't like black people. Where I'm from, what is that in reference to? Is that something I should know about? I was yeah, kind of is that I think
0: a thing? I think that historically is a thing, especially in um, maybe California. I want to say, mm-hmm. um, but I could be speaking out of ten here, but I'm fairly certain stereotypically. 20 years ago uh, that Asian people and black people maybe didn't get on in the States sure yeah um, and <clears throat> moving on to when the crew who go into the forest yep uh, stumble upon the cave and <laughs> <laughs> Jack goes to Jack goes to um, Charlie so we just need to look for like medicine in there you know like drugs he's like <laughs> drugs Jokes, right. <laughs> <laughs> it made me chuckle. He uh, played it perfectly off there.
1: So, fair play to Charlie, because if I stepped on a hive of bees, I would be gone in within two seconds. He stayed on there for a pretty fucking long time.
0: That's well, because Locke was there telling him what to do, but I agree. I would have fucking... I would have ran... Like, as soon as he said you are on bees, I would have fucking gone... Um,
1: Would you have followed the woman you liked to then just start to get naked for no reason?
0: <laughs> that bit, that bit, right? It was the whole B, the whole B thing, is totally just setting up the bit where Jack can take off his top and so can uh, so can Kate, and it was just so forced in there. It's just, it's kind of uncomfortable. And um, yep. it does set up a brilliant joke by Charlie. <laughs> Where... But also,
1: not not the time, Charlie. <laughs> no, oh,
0: well, I, I don't know. I thought it was great where uh, Charlie finds Kate's, um, she, he, he finds Kate's shirt, and then he sort of passes it back to her. And he goes, "Oh, she's like, oh, oh, sorry, it was uh, it was full of bees," and then he's like, "I would have thought seas actually." <laughs> <laughs> I watched that scene a few times because of the joke, um, and yeah. big, be- and I laughed every time. It just got me. <laughs> uh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant joke. I wonder if that was written in, or if um, you thought of that off the top of his head. See,
1: so yeah, yeah, I kind of thought the opposite because originally, I, I could be slightly misremembering this because this was in a documentary I watched like ten years ago. Originally, Charlie was meant to be like a old like proper washed up has been musician, like in his fifties or sixties. But when Dominic Monaghan came in they liked him so much they just aged down the part. I wonder if it was just like a residual for for that for that archetype they were originally going to go for of Well as in know.
0: someone who's a bit like older makes those sort of jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. That's a good point actually. I who's did...
1: Stuck stuck in the past kind of thing.
0: What do they like? Want to portray him as some sort of old rock star type has been? Yeah.
1: Ah, okay. That was that the original sense. plan.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, talking of those those caves, when they um when they stumble upon Adam and Eve again, another biblical reference. Mm-hmm. Um, is that Draken? Because Jack goes, "Oh, they've been there at least forty, fifty years." I didn't realize Jack was a fucking like um. Expert in dead people as well as live people,
1: he's a pathologist as well as a surgeon,
0: (laughs) and um, yeah. And then Locke goes, Oh, yeah, Adam and Eve. So, is he hinting that if they were the first people and it started 40 50 years ago, is that what you're saying? Or,
1: I mean, I, I, I guess it's separate things, right? Jack is saying, based off these clothes, it's probably been about 50 years. Locke calling them Adam and Eve was a bit out of nowhere, but. Also, it could be Locke. Just assuming, because Locke sees this place as, like heaven, right? He sees it as his Garden of Eden because it's where he can walk, and it's he's seen the eye of the island, and he's masturbated into it, or whatever. It is. <laughs> uh, so, I think he's just try—he's trying to find God, if you like, within anything. Yeah, that's what it felt like, anyway. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. And then they find the pouch as well with the, um, with the two light. gems, the light yep. and dark. What, what's yeah. that about? <laughs>
1: uh, you will find out in about ninety episodes. It's, uh, <laughs> that's a season six, like final season, thing.
0: Oh really? Well, yeah. it, I, I guess it was. I just thought it was the same thing as when um, Walt and um, John Locke played backgammon. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was part of that. I was like, they were playing backgammon. (laughs) Lots
1: in the background, like, shit, they found my cave, I
0: take the boy. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Well, he is religious. Um, (laughs) Moving on. Um, Would you live in the forest, as in in the cave bit? Uh, Yes. Yeah, I, I don't see... I kind of I, get why people are taking like a little bit of a, a disdain to it, but it feels like if there's fucking water there, mate, I'm staying there.
1: The only one that nearly convinced me was Saeed but even that, I was like, just do both. Yeah. Just live in the valley and just make sure you're you've got someone whose job it is each day, a different person each day, to go to the beach, add more fire, like pick up fire as you go, yeah, uh, wood as you go, add it to the fire, come back.
0: That's it, I don't get why what the big deal? It's just leave someone there or two people there to monitor and just yeah. trade shifts. Um, exactly. but hey maybe it's just for added dramatic effect for the whole episode, they're trying to fucking string it out a little bit. Yeah. Um
1: Can we talk about the Ben Ben Oversea now? Yeah. Because so Kate and Jack are walking back with a bunch of water and Kate ties down uh, go bends down to tie her shoelace. And Jack is clearly not checking her out. I would say. I he just looks very sort of lost in thought, but is is looking at her butt while doing it. Um, and she turns around and she stays bent over, like, "Ooh, are you are you checking me out?" And he almost has to go, "What?" <laughs>
0: Uh, he, uh, he, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, my my favorite line of one of my favorite lines in this episode is, "If I were checking you out, you'd know it."
1: <laughs> what a lovely threat to <laughs> to
0: receive! <Yeah. laughs> what the fuck is that about? I am not going to be using that on nights out. <laughs> <laughs> just go out to random people and just like stare at them. If I were checking you out, you'd know it. <laughs> Is that a threat only if you want it to be <laughs> <laughs> Oh God but um yeah, I was just
1: unco- I was uncomfortable
0: I was a little bit, and then Jack obviously just explains himself, which and then she gets a proper fucking hump on about it so like she pulls that proper Kate face, mm-hmm. which it is her lack of acting ability, I believe it's called um
1: oh uh, did you see the interview this week with Ev- Evangeline Lily?
0: i saw I, I google's obviously listening to me because it popped up saying that her acting was a lot in Lost. she thought was shit which i agree
1: so yeah she, she did a thing this week where she says she can't watch season one or two without um like just cringing and having to turn it off because it was one of the first things she did and she just was basically learning on the job if you like she, she, I think she said within it, season three is where I hit my stride and that's easier for me to stomach. But yeah, first... And she is right. She's,
0: yeah. She's she she, poor. She is poor. And, you know, it's probably going to be us listening to these first few episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: God, we're fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope so anyway. Hopefully we improve.
1: I mean... <laughs> Improve, yes. Stop being shit, probably not.
0: <laughs> yeah. The audio quality's improved, let's put it like that. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't take us 15 hours to edit an episode anymore. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I liked that Haley again was asking the important questions. Where what did he, he ask? He, he goes up to Jack when they get back and he goes, So, what's up with you and Kate? <laughs> Um, which I really enjoyed again he, he is he's just thinking everything that I'm thinking Like, glad yeah. someone fucking said it because that must be a gossip around the island right along with the fucking polar bear um, which I'm glad Jack mentions by the way
1: yeah I mean we talked about it last week but I do think they try to bring it up as much as possible within the season to almost like to tell fans don't worry we haven't forgotten there was a fucking polar bear on our <laughs> island <laughs>
0: Um shall we uh talk about Charlie giving up his drugs? Sure. Then we well,
1: should we, we should at some point talk about Sun because this was technically uh, a Sun episode.
0: <laughs> it it is, but I wanna I wanna leave that. Alright, you wanna um, get everything
1: else out of the way, fair enough. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um Charlie gives up his drugs. Yeah, um, I mean
1: Locke said, you know, do it now while you still can choose but also I mean obviously he didn't force him but it was quite like he didn't have many options
0: <laughs> what do you mean what Charlie didn't no because
1: look I mean if I was Charlie i go well I could try and take them but this guy who has 400 knives could probably <laughs> take me out and take the drugs anyway so I'll probably just because I don't know this guy so I'll just give him the drugs so that I don't get hurt that's what yeah. I would think if I was
0: him yeah Uh, one of the things if I I was thinking like lock I'd just be like look we could use those drugs for people who are like maybe struggling and when I mean like not struggling as in they need drugs (laughs) because they want to have a good time but um, (laughs) like if someone's really fucked up and injured take the drugs and knock you out a bit wouldn't it Um, that's what I'd be trying to convince him but I suppose he finds his weak point in his guitar because Charlie really fucking loves that guitar I um I don't think I could love anything as much as he loves his guitar. Um, drugs? <laughs> no. Um, he, yeah, he, he even counted down. He was like, how long have you been about your guitar? Uh, eight days. Another number. Um, 11 hours and whatever. <clears throat> uh, which was pretty impressive. But yeah, I thought... Um,
1: we need to have a segment of number watch with Baz. <laughs> you just reel through all the numbers you heard in an episode.
0: Well, I I'm gonna get back to that because um, uh, I'm gonna ask you oh, again in, if you've if you noticed anyone. This I did in episode.
1: I did in the Sun Jin storyline, but we'll, yeah,
0: yeah. Should we should we get onto that?
1: I was gonna say let's dive into it now. So, yeah.
0: so I oh do you wanna do you wanna go? I was
1: all, all I was gonna say is I think. They did a good job of... There's, cl- there's clearly pieces of the jigsaw missing, but you get enough of the pieces to sort of have an insight into Sun's life and her decision behind it, I, behind mm-hmm. wanting to leave him. I don't think they do quite enough to quite be on her side. Because like when, when the woman asks her, is there any chance you could reconcile with your husband? And she goes, no. In my head, I was a bit like, Based off what we've seen at this point Isn't there? Because you've only really As far as we know Seen him come home with blood once He's still Like Got you a dog Even though he doesn't like the dog And he still like Seems to be making an effort And even after the blood thing He was like I do it for us So It was an interesting Thing but you learn more later but at the time I was like oh have they have they justified this enough what did you think
0: I I, I agree with you in that um they, they they left it those flashback scenes pretty brief right oh. they they really didn't want to um, put too much into it however I think in those scenes there is so much going on in the background um <clears throat> that it's um yeah, I think a, a lot happens in the background that's sort of pointing you towards what's going on. Um, in terms of... i get straight to it in the first scene, mm-hmm. which is... I think it might be just after... Um, or just before Jim beats the fuck out of Michael. I think it's just after. Or just after, sorry. I think. Jim beats the fuck out of Michael, and then we basically go on a flashback to where it's obvious that Jin and, and Sun are in some sort of thing, but Jin is a waiter at Sun's parents' um, sort of estate, it looks like. It's a big fucking house. Yeah, like their um, summer house
1: or whatever.
0: Yeah, and it's clear that she's rich and he's not not rich. Um, she's wearing a pink dress, completely stands out, and um, Jin is wearing a white shirt and a red sort of thing. Yeah. A red, um, what do you call it? like a vest yeah Blue. like a vest jacket something like that yeah. uh, and he's the waiter but those uh, are two waistcoat Wa- waistcoat. waistcoat yep right. there we go um, improving my vocabulary every episode um, <laughs> those the main colours that we see throughout um, these flashbacks are white and red I don't know if you picked up on that but and I guess you could say pink is white and red right I'm not going mental
1: no yeah if you mix those two you get pink Correct.
0: Okay, right. yep so yeah um, in that scene where they're doing the champagne and everything, they go off to this like gazebo thing. And that's when he, um, presents her with a white flower. It's like a white lily, I think again, mm-hmm. white. So uh, I guess in these two things, like I would like to think it's white for purity and, uh, sort of innocence and then red passion, I guess, and love. And I, it's the only scene in the flashbacks where, um, Jin is wearing white and red Um, and then from there where he's a little bit more innocent it goes on to the next scene um, which again is the proposal scene I think that's the proposal scene where it's got her big fuck off house in the background which is red she's wearing white And, um, yeah, it's just a completely in-your-face, then, of she's white, still sort of innocent and pure. We've got this red background. It almost looks ominous, that house, and sort of angry, doesn't it? Um, And then we've got Jin in this sort of grey suit. And that's where we learn that Jin is going to go work for her dad, of which we still don't know what the fuck he does. Mm. Um, But then it also, sort of in-your-face a little bit, is the jewellery of the gold... Um, which I suppose is just pointing towards the the wealth and sort of what she's sort of taken over by. I think both of them are taken over by is the greed and the and the wealth of it all. In that scene, yeah, didn't pick up on any of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, mate, I, I I I had to go back and look at a load of these things because it was playing on my mind a little bit because I really like the scenes, and I think. Again, after the proposed scene, the next flashback scene is the is the dog scene, right? Yep. Um that scene, Sun walks in, she's got a Chanel bag, again it's the wealth. We've got notice this bit where they've got three horse sort of like little statue things. Um God. dotted around this like apartment. And the apartment is like kind of a little bit dingy. It's a mix of black and gold and it's got some red spotted about. Um, and then she picks up this dog in this uh, little box, which has got a red lining. And she picks up this dog. She's wearing a red top and a white dress, a little skirt. And um, again, I think that's... it We're progressing again, where she's sort of still red, love, passion, white, still sort of purity. And then um, we've got a nice little frame of both of them, her wearing white, him wearing white, and then a red house in the background, her father's house. And again, there there is so fucking much in the background, mate. I was supremely impressed. One, that I even picked up on it. Two, that they layered it so much. Because I think the the three horses that I alluded to, in Mm -hmm. the next scene, uh, which is the uh, the blood scene, Jin comes in covered in fucking blood, and we only see one white horse. Uh, one white horse, one horse instead of the three horse statues, which I think is I, I think you could say that maybe in the first in the in the previous scene with the dog is that um, maybe she or maybe we see them as this sort of wealthy more put together couple. That seems to be working. Although she does say, you know, in that in that previous dog scene, you could have you know, you remember when you just got me a flower? And then he gets him a dog because he's overcompensating on not seeing her. Um but yeah, in this next scene with the blood, we only see one horse. And I think it's sort of alluding to, right, maybe things are on the on the down now, because also the apartment's been redecorated. Every single scene we see, the apartment's been redecorated and things are in a different place. The frame of them with the um, it, with the house in the background is now out of sight, you can't really see it um, and then again she's wearing all white, he's wearing white covered in red blood um, and I think it's quite interesting that they're just putting that out there completely because red in this bit now means something completely different, she has no red on her he's the one with red on him it's almost like red is danger maybe, red is anger Um. We certainly see red splattered over his face when she slaps him as well. So, um, yeah, I thought terrifically done. Um, I, I did you did you pick up on on that one?
1: I mean, <laughs> my only uh, note was, "Wow, son can't hold a dog." Uh, <laughs> she can't, can she? <laughs> I mean, now you're saying it all. It does make sense. And it, it almost makes me feel bad that, you know, there'll be people on set whose job it is to,
0: to do all that. Think
1: about that design and think about, okay, so we need to move this and this around. And because they would have, you know, some would be bored at home on her own. So she would have redecorated again or hoped that redecorating would have made her happy. Um,
0: yeah. And it, it, every time we we flash back because again before they got married they were outside as soon as they get married all we see is they're in inside and she's almost just trapped isn't she yeah and and i I think it's so well done uh super surprised by it uh, because i didn't really like the 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 white rabbit episode i really enjoyed this i think it's because i started to pick up on all these little things that they did Mm -hmm. um I, I do have more. Moving on to the next flashback scene, which was the passport scene. What yep. did um, what did you think of that? Uh, I
1: thought I thought it was funny how pissed off Jin was with the dog, even though it was like, <laughs> "Mate, you bought the dog." <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah,
0: he's um, but the dog. It, it's been a year or so, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it's a lot bigger, isn't it? Um, and I, as I sort of said earlier, I thought it was odd when. Uh, the woman was like, Is there no chance you can reconcile with him? And she's like, No, I like there's not a single chance with what we've seen. I felt like that was unfair. Um, but yeah, they they, they were my overarching thoughts off that scene. Go on. T- talk to me about what was happening 100 meters in the background.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, no, so oh my god, I can't believe I'm gonna go through all this, but um did you going on what i was saying um jin is jin not Jin, uh sun she has more clothes on as the scenes go on and i don't mean that she was naked at the start but when when we're talking inside she was wearing like a little almost like a vest top and a skirt the next scene she's wearing a top and trousers and this scene she's wearing a full on fucking suit i think mm-hmm. that's sort of saying like she is now even more uptight and un- uncomfortable of where she is yeah um, and then the, again, it's fucking, the scenery has changed and there, there are lamps, not where lamps are before. There is no, I'm telling you that there is no red in that scene on them this time, which before we always saw red on them. There was no red. Is that the to young, say
1: like, there is now no l- love there's no between love. them?
0: There's no love, there's no passion. The only red we see in this scene is when they go off to the bedroom and there is a fucking picture of gin in a frame, a red frame, and it's just a picture of gin. And then the only other bit of red is the red passport. Mm -hmm. So that to me says all the passion's gone. It's just anger and danger, um, which... Yeah, uh, supremely done fair fair play to the people who did the uh, the background and the art design of it all because um they they fucking nailed it in terms of the, symbolically um telling more than just the just the language because I think people may you know it's in Korean they read the subtitles maybe you can't get as much across as if it were in English um so they dedicated it to the backdrop and they did it they fucking did it yeah um, the 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 next scene the next person we see in red is Michael changed okay. his top into a red top and a red axe
1: is that when he's chopping yeah I was going to say
0: yeah and we fucking see that son finally speaks English don't we
1: I thought that was a really good reveal
0: yeah yeah it was she, she it, it did it at just the right point yeah Um. Yeah, and then that was when we learned that Michael... The reason why Michael got beat the fuck out of, because he took the watch.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Is that justified?
1: Oh, no. No. I mean... There were... There were 10 million... It's not like Jin had it on his wrist and Michael took it off. Do you know what I mean? Like... All it takes is slight common sense to go, oh, Michael clearly just found the watch. He didn't... He's not a thief. He literally... They've all. We've seen them all ransack clothes. You literally see Sun going through someone else's suitcase and finding a dress she likes. Like they're all just sort of scavenging for what they can. So all it takes is for Jin to take a second to go, oh shit, Uh, and then going over. It doesn't have to be English, Just pointing and go. That's you know mine. And I'm sure Michael would have given it to him. Um, So the whole beating up wasn't justified. Sun telling Michael is interesting because we've already had a few scenes between Michael and her so you know maybe going into that colour thing you are talking about the fact he's wearing red and stuff like she has a bit of passion for him whether it's not love necessarily but certainly trusts him or feels safe to tell him something yeah. that she's still in that moment on the island doesn't with Jin
0: yeah, I I I agree. I think that is sort of pointing towards that um which makes more sense now. Um mm-hmm. I liked that Michael had that little go at him and then did just chop his um chop his thing off his um his cuffs from the plane.
1: Um, I liked I liked it, but that's the only pair of handcuffs they've got.
0: <laughs> did they have the key though? That's what I'm wondering.
1: Well, yeah, because they they'd, they'd already used it, hadn't they?
0: Had they? Oh, because Kate got the cuffs off. Yeah, but where'd she put the key? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Maybe, maybe it was the only way. But it, I think him doing it with the with the axe was sort of symbolic in a way. The red axe mm-hmm. um, for for what we've just seen. Um, the last flashback scene. The airport. And believe it or not, it goes even deeper. Okay. You're gonna feel, be fucking sick of me, but I,
1: I I feel like I'm so deep anyway, I'm wearing my fucking waders and for uh, <laughs> sure, go on. Talk to you've me. Got, about the you've, you've gotten
0: changed into all red, haven't you? <laughs> I'm actually wearing a red top, which is not on purpose, but um...
1: I am wearing red trousers, so yeah. we got a red outfit.
0: <laughs> red trousers? Sweet no. Jesus. <laughs>
1: uh like checkered trousers.
0: I think you made it worse. Right. <laughs> Full disclosure,
1: the they're my pyjamas, okay? Yeah. Know, oh, okay. I, I know it's 3 pm on a Saturday, but I'm wearing my pyjama buttons. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> um, the airport scene. Now, um, I want to go back. I want to go back, Jack. Um, I want to go back to the song. Um, which what, House, of the, Rising sun. Oh, house right. of the Rising Sun yeah I want to yeah. go back to that because um... sorry I don't know if you can hear hit... can you hear that
1: uh, it's sounded like a plane or something
0: yeah someone's got a fucking uh, thing out outside my house like doing their gardening which is no. raining so I'm not too sure why um, anyway so uh, Sun is in the airport she yeah. has been told to leave at 11.15am and just walk out the airport and she sees the car and she decides not to leave because she sees Jin with the white lily again that he gave her in the first flashback scene. Um, Which was kind of
1: bullshit, let's be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you'd think, um, you think like, come on, you go. You spent all this time and whatever. But in the House of the Rising Sun... Mm -hmm. There is a a line, because I listened to it after the episode, because I was like, I actually really like the song, so why not? And I picked up on it, and it says, one foot on the platform, the other on the train, I'm going back to New Orleans to wear that ball and chain. Wow. I know, right? I was so chuffed I picked that. But it, it does it beautifully of that specific scene, doesn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You really get that sense of literally here he are my t- here are my two doors door A or door B which am I choosing
0: yeah 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 and um there is again if you go back and watch this scene there is plenty of white and red. You look at it in the background, people are wearing pink tops, they're wearing white tops, they're wearing red tops, there's bags about in red and, and red and white and stuff. It's it's crazy um, how layered it is.
1: And also Jack was red in the face screaming at that woman that <laughs> <laughs> his coffin on the plane. Yeah, yeah,
0: he was. And um, when Jin showed that flower, that white flower, mm. in his other hand, he had a red ticket. Red in one hand, white in the other. Which is the uh, the only time that we saw properly without it being blood, I suppose, that Jin had red and white together uh, yeah. since the first scene. And then that's when she comes back to him, which I thought was quite cute in a way. Um, and hopefully that meant things that their relationship were going to get better, but I'm fairly certain... <laughs> well, we know it doesn't really. Um moving on to the quick bit that i oh mate did you hear the announcement in the airport of the 125 oceana plane to non-stop to Singapore?
1: yeah i did not
0: i spent so fucking long (laughs) looking at that line and thinking it had something to do with the numbers uh, like way longer than I than I wish to admit. Um, but there is something, and that does mean I think it means something. So uh-huh. it's the one two five oceanic uh, non-stop flight to Singapore. What are the main colours of the flag of Singapore?
1: Why are you saying Singapore so weirdly?
0: <laughs> am I saying it weirdly?
1: You say like Singapore.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, <Sin-apore>. Singapore. <laughs>
1: You're still doing it wait. Okay. Uh
0: wait. Uh you say Singapore. Wait. One two five nonstop flight to Singapore. What is the main flag of
1: Singapore?
0: Yeah, what are the colours?
1: Red red. I I thought red and yellow, but I felt like you're gonna tell me red and white.
0: <laughs> it's red and fucking white, mate. They knew it. They knew it. <laughs> I um so as you probably can tell. I went on a fucking rabbit hole down this episode, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. One of my favourite episodes thus far.
1: Nice. Uh, I, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you. I did. I, I thought it was a good episode. I thought Charlie was really good in the episode. And just historically, Sun is one of my favourite characters, I think, across the series. So I enjoy episodes where she kind of gets more of a look in, if you like. Um yeah it's it's what, it, like I kind of said earlier when you said all those things i was like yeah that makes sense that makes sense that makes sense i just didn't pick up on it um i'm going to try harder next time I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, on, i to go i'm going to come on for episode 7 and be like there was blue then there was yellow <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i want you to do it mate cuz I, I i i just lost myself for a bit that night <laughs> I was properly properly Charlie in Always Sunny. Fucking, there were just bits of string going everywhere. All over a wall, <laughs> yeah, over a wall, um, tapping, tapping the wall. Um, I oh, should we should we rate the episodes? Yeah. Uh, um, can I guess yours? You can guess mine. I, I'll guess yours.
1: I reckon you'd be about four for episode five, and ten for
0: episode six. You're not far off. I guessed well I guessed, I know. <laughs> it I, I rated a five for episode um the first episode, episode five, mm-hmm. and then episode six I rated a nine.
1: Okay, so yeah, one off on both.
0: Yeah, you, you were really close. I reckon for you, you rated episode five a seven point five and then a six four the sixth episode
1: again you weren't far off I, I gave both seven
0: Oh, okay
1: because I which I probably slightly preferred episode five for me personally I I I quite liked um sort of the like you were saying earlier about the sort of everyone was searching for things I liked that idea of it, it felt like more was happening you know Jack was out looking for it. We found out a bit more about his dad. There was like more character tension on the beach and you find out a bit more about quite a few of them, which Mm. I enjoyed. Whereas in episode six, um, which again, I still enjoyed. There's a reason I gave it a seven, but there was just... I I personally don't particularly like Michael. (laughs) Yeah, he's a bit annoying, isn't he? So that kind of gave it a bit of a disadvantage,
0: but yeah, I am
1: seven,
0: um, seven and seven. Nice. I uh, implore you to go and watch episode six, just the flashback scenes back again, mm-hmm. um, and and look at it because it, it it blew my mind when I was when I was looking at. It. Um, well,
1: you wait till episode seven when blue and yellow are everywhere, <laughs> and, and it's and it's because Charlie is actually Swedish. Uh, it's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna blow your freaking mind. <laughs>
0: I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> um, so I've got a little bit to end the episode. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing some stuff for work and I've been using this thing called ChatGPT, which if those of you don't know, or if you're so far in the future that you're listening to this and ChatGPT has taken over the whole world, you probably do know it. It's a it's a chatbot, but it's an AI. So it kind of learns off what you put in it um and loads of people are using it at the moment um i was playing around with it for work and now i thought oh i'm gonna do something funny so i asked it <laughs> to, to I, I, I asked it to, I,
1: I, yeah. I'm, I'm funny i can do something with this
0: <laughs> well, no because i thought it was trying to do something funny for me <laughs> so i didn't have to be <laughs> um so i asked it to create scenes that i wanted to see within lost Okay. and um yeah it, it's it it, it Performed somewhat. Um, So it is dialogue. So, Will, I'm going to pop up on the chat um, and you can be Jack and I'm going to be Hurley. Um, All right. Okay. So let's put this up. So I asked it for Jack to practice his heavy breathing. And uh, for Hurley to be listening to his music, that is exactly what I put into chat, GBT. Okay. So I will do the setting. Setting, beach camp. Hurley is dancing to music playing from a small radio while Jack is sitting on a log practicing his breathing exercises. Hurley, can you turn the music down for a moment? Sure thing, Doc. What's up?
1: I'm trying to practice my breathing exercises here, and the music is a bit distracting.
0: Gotcha, man. No problem. Dude, are you okay? I'm, fi- I'm fine. I just need to catch my breath. Here, drink some water. Thanks. Hey, Jack, what are those breathing exercises for anyway? They're supposed to help me
1: manage stress and anxiety. But lately, I feel like they're not really doing anything.
0: Yeah, I get that. I have my own ways of dealing with stress. Like eating massive amounts of peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've noticed. Hey, want to dance with me for a bit? It might help you relax.
1: You know what, Hurley? This
0: is kind of fun. <laughs> See? Dancing is the best stress reliever. And it's way more fun than breathing exercises. I think you might be right. <laughs> the two continue dancing as the sound of the waves and the distant sound of the jungle oh, the provide fuck? a soothing backdrop.
1: <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs>
0: so that was ChatGPT interpreting <laughs> my... My, um... Ooh. Might ask of it to create a dance between Jack's breathing exercises and Helly's dancing, uh, well, Haley listening to music. Yeah. And that's what it came up with. And it, natu- um,
1: it, it itself came up with dancing.
0: Yeah, it naturally came up with dancing. I didn't ask it to do that. I just Harkin said no. listening to music, and it just went off on a tirade. Um, I do have a slightly shorter one that is that is about Saeed. <laughs> um, also, <Okay>. just... just <laughs> Just as awkward. Yeah. Um. And I'll post it again here. We can totally edit this out if we listen to it back and just think, what the fuck are we doing? But I thought it was quite funny. Um. So I put create a scene of Saeed trying to calculate. That's all I put. Yeah. And this is the scene. Again, you can be... Do you want to be Boone or Saeed? I'll... Be- <laughs> I'll be (laughs) Boone. You'll be Boone, I'll be Saeed. Um, So, Saeed sat in the jungle, surrounded by scattered pages of notes and equations. He looked up at the sky, lost in thought.
1: Huh, what are you working on?
0: I'm trying to calculate the theory of everything.
1: The theory of everything? Like, the unified theory of physics?
0: Yes, that's right.
1: I don't know anything about physics, but this looks pretty intense.
0: It is, but it's important if we can understand the fundamental laws that govern the universe, we can understand the island.
1: The island? What does that have to do with anything?
0: Everything, Boone. Everything. (laughs) So I think it's safe to say Chat GPT is going to take over the world yeah. especially the script writing world because um, the dialogue was just fantastic oh
1: you know beautiful Oscars coming their way next year uh, well I personally think that ChatGPT is close to a deity for me and does nothing wrong um, and personally I think it's doing a great job at ruling Whenever it listens to this.
0: Yeah, uh, Supreme Leader Chap GPT is yeah. my favourite and I hope he doesn't enslave me to uh, giving him more scenes to um, for Lost. Lost right. the sequel.
1: So after that weird ending, let's finish, <laughs> let's finish recording. Uh, <laughs> we might just cut that out. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's been everything uh, this week. Thank you very much for listening. These two episodes have been rewatched.